Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 293. Today, I am just here to give you a life update as the tired human that I am, and maybe you'll be inspired to keep moving through the own chaos that is your life, or maybe today you're just going to relate to me being a human, but Hopefully, I will give you some action steps, some takeaways of how to keep moving through the chaos when things are just, I guess, when life is just happening. Maybe that's a better way to put it. I will add a little bit of a trigger warning that I am going to be sharing some details about my pregnancy. And so if that is something that you are in the season of or you're struggling in the season of fertility issues, just take care of yourself today. And if you're not in the right headspace to listen to that, you know, we have over 200 episodes that I encourage you to go back and listen to and just know that you're in my thoughts and I'm thinking of you and appreciate you being here. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. Okay, wow, where do I begin? It has been quite some time since I've given a life update. And many of you who listen to the podcast here, which I'm so grateful for, you also follow me on Instagram. And I know I do a lot of voice memos with you back and forth. And I post a lot on stories. But there's only so much that I can talk about in a 15 second or even 90 second, however long Instagram allows you to, like face frame. There's just so much. And sometimes, to be quite honest, lately, I just have not had the energy or the headspace to show up in social media. And so many of you have been asking, checking in, which you're so dang sweet, so dang thoughtful of just how are you? What's been going on? So I thought, you know what, we're just going to do a podcast, a life update and clear up the air. So I am officially at the time of this recording, 32 weeks, you're going to listen to this on Monday. So that will mean I'm 33 weeks. And I feel like I blinked and I got here. It is so true. My bestie Lauren, when I you know, first shared that when I was pregnant with her, she said that it really is such a transformative you know, experience and season of life. And now that I'm here in my third trimester, it cannot be more true. Like, I think that's the best way to describe it is that this experience, at least for me, has been transformative physically, mentally, emotionally. So let's start just by breaking that down. So for me, physically, obviously, yeah, there's a physical transformation. Your body is changing. And I feel so fortunate that I, for the most part, have felt really strong, fairly confident in my body. You know, I'm still exercising daily. Don't get me wrong. I'm very much more slower than I was before. It's more for 
I've realized it's definitely become more so for a habit. Um, I exercise daily just to keep the habit. It, you know, gives me energy, gives me just space throughout my day. And it gives me just my time to focus. So not necessarily every day, but I would say most days I'm doing something. I also feel very fortunate that I have a lot of trust in my body from the physical standpoint. We just finished up our, you know, they tell you to take these. If, if you've had kids, maybe you took classes. If not, they encourage you to take labor and delivery classes and birthing classes and breastfeeding classes and postpartum classes, right? Really to educate you about, hey, these are the things that are going to happen. You know, get yourself ready. And so we finished that class on Monday. And to be honest, I don't have a lot of nerves. I don't really have a lot of anxiety about the birthing process, about labor. I was actually in the studios for my full-time job today in, in the fitness studios. And one of the you know team members there actually mentioned, they're like, wait, you're how far along? Oh, this is your second child, right? And I was like, no, this is my first. And like, wow, you're, you're very calm about all of this. So I thought that was just a really interesting observation. Take it or leave it, right? Mentally, there's a lot going on. So he's, you know, it's funny that he said, oh, you seem so calm because I feel like mentally in my brain, it is not so calm. I am very much mentally balancing, juggling life, juggling, running a private practice still, running a podcast, right? Social media, uh, work, you know, my full-time job, I'm still very much working full-time in the fitness industry, you know, relationships, of course, you know, all these things that are life. But then on top of it, there's like this hum in the back in the background of my brain, right? It's always on and that's growing a baby. It's just, it's insane how much brain space it does take up. Just all the thoughts. I mean, all the things you have to do, all the purchases you have to make. Again, the physical aspects of your changing body and feeling that, like feeling those different aches and pains and just, you know, shifts like new feelings in your body that you've never felt. But also just just again, just thinking about the future, I guess, is really a lot of what the brain space takes up. And so, you know, there's definitely some nerves. I would say more, more like imposter syndrome. There's definitely moments that have come up for me. Like, how the heck am I going to do this? How, how are we about to raise a child? Like, it just feels wild to even wrap your head around. And I also think a lot about how I'm so grateful that, you know, even though I, even though I have all these things running through my head, I don't have the hum of body image thoughts. Or I don't have the hum about deciding what to eat or, you know, how much weight I'm gaining or, you know, what are people thinking about my body? All the comments that people make about your body that you don't ask for, one way or the other, people just comment on your body. And it's very interesting to think about, you know, if you've been, if you've never been in a position with your physical body, if you've never experienced major change, to have people comment, it is, it's interesting. And I can only imagine, I can only, you know, some, a whole nother level of empathy for, you know, clients and just people in general who maybe they've been in a season of life where they've gained significant weight or they've lost a significant weight and the comments that come with that and how possibly and potentially triggering it could be 
getting pregnant and having that physical change as well. So I just can't imagine the toll that body image thoughts and just headspace around food would take if I wasn't where I am, which is, again, I, I could do a whole other podcast on that. Now, emotionally, okay, what is the, what is the transformation emotionally? It was really interesting on the, one of the classes I took. It was a postpartum class, and I talked a lot about, you know, mental health and postpartum depression and baby blues, and the speaker did a really great job of just keeping it real. And she said, you know, there's seasons of life that we go through where there's seasons where you are a giver and then there's seasons where you receive. And she I just love how she talked about that parenting and becoming a new a new mom, a new parent is very much a season to receive. And that can be challenging. I mean, I know it's definitely challenging for me to let go of things, to delegate, but or, you know, with certain people, it's okay with, right? Like Joey, if you asked him that, he'd be like, what are you talking about? You delegate to me all the time. But in this season, it's going to take more than help from him. It's help from our family members. It's maybe help or, you know, asking for things at work. And it's just an interesting emotional space to be in. And so it is difficult for me, especially practicing setting boundaries. And so That is one thing I've definitely learned over the past 32 weeks is learning to do less, learning to really think ahead about how I'm going to feel instead of just powering through because I've definitely, you know, up till this point in my life, for the most part, have been able to just power through. And we know if you've listened to the episode that we did on burnout just a couple weeks ago, that's what it can lead to. And, you know, in this season for me with pregnancy, like, no, there's there's no room for burnout. It's like you just don't do the thing. You just it, you can't. You physically like don't have the energy to do it. So that's been interesting. I'm practicing setting boundaries, learning to do less, learning to really lower expectations in a good way. So that that's pregnancy, right? There's been another really interesting shift for me in terms of business and this whole just headspace that the season of life is putting me in. And so I'm going through a a sales training, I guess you want to call it sales training, life training. Listen, you're here, you you talk personal development, so you kind of get where I'm coming from. But it's a program basically where you show up and you listen and learn different things about how to talk to people, how to have conversations, and it's just giving you skills for life. And so it's interesting that they talked about how pregnancy, the season of life, is really where a lot of pressure can get put on you, but in the best way. And I'm very much feeling that, like the pressure in a good way. So I'm really leaning into my mornings. Uh, I am very proud of the fact that I have pretty much every morning, I'd like you know me, you know, listening to the podcast, we are not black and white. We are not all or nothing. But for some reason, this habit of a morning routine of listening to my devotional of writing my mantras, my affirmations, and just like spending quiet time every day. I've I've been doing it for like 60 days now, which is bananas. We're here at the beginning of March. And I don't think I've ever stuck to anything for that long. So but I think a big part of it is just the season. And 
I'm really leaning into it, really leaning into this thought or mantra of, you know, having faith over fear and just having to feed my brain. It's like my brain is on overload. And so I'm just really leaning into, I guess, just that routine in the morning of just like getting my head in the right space, getting my heart in the right space and pressing that pause button. I am still seeing clients, just a few uh, throughout the week, trying to get ahead on podcasts, you know, manage a very small team, our fabulous podcast editor, Emily, and uh, we have a virtual assistant on staff as well. Brooke helps out a little bit still. And so there's definitely been feeling like there's been for me personally, feelings of failure. And part of that, like I said, is coming along with adjusting my expectations, recognizing that. There's a lot on my plate. There's a lot of things to get done. You know, which of these balls that I'm juggling, what are glass balls and what are plastic balls, which ones are dropping. And it's again, it's just a learning experience. I have one last trip for work, my full time job uh, traveling coming up. And I just have no idea how people go into an office. So I'm really curious if you would send me a message on Instagram or post in our private Facebook community, I would love to hear like, what's your current work situation? Because I feel like so much has shifted and I have so much respect for pregnant women, period. But getting yourself ready and like going to an office and just being around people all the time, like putting on real clothes, you know, all the things that come with having a normal job. Like I just, I can't wrap my head around it. So I have been in studios all week this week, and it's been a different level of exhausting because I'm not, again, not used to being around people all the time working remote. You know, I know it's so good for me, uh, but next week I'll be around people all the time as well. And I just think, oh, my gosh, how do people do this all the time? So that has been interesting. And, you know, last thing when it comes to that morning routine that I talked about is just really leaning into this this idea of becoming unrecognizable and it's the little tiny things we do each day that add up and make a difference. And I know that's not revolutionary. I know you've heard that like small change creates consistency, creates the big change in things. But for some reason in this season of life, it is just hitting me in a different way and I'm here for it. I'm all about it. Last update I really have for you is moving. We had a bit of a situation where we were like, we got to get out of this house where we're, you know, we're going to figure it out as we go. And so we have been living with, you know, my brother-in-law's mom's bestie from high school. We locked out that she was traveling at the same time. And so we've been living in her house for two months. We are moving to the suburbs. We're going to find a six month lease, figure out, you know, have this baby, number one. And then figure out our next steps. And, you know, moving just adds this whole nother dynamic. If you haven't moved in a while, like pause and think back to when you did move and just how all the logistics and living out of the suitcase and all your stuff. And at the end of the day, it's just stuff, right? It doesn't matter, but it puts a lot of pressure on your relationship, on, you know, your headspace, your work. It's like juggling, you know, different things to do outside of business hours. If, if you work a normal nine to five, we are also operating with one car. And so, you know, that itself, too, has put a new challenge, I guess you could say, in communicating and just 
really having to, again, voice, voice how you're feeling, communicate what's going on. So a lot of just moving parts in, in our life. And that's partially why I haven't showed up as much on social media, because I'm like, I got to save this energy for my clients, for, you know, getting through the day for my relationships, kind of those one on ones. And, you know, I still care about you all on the gram. But, you know, I hope that serves as a reminder for you as well, that you don't always have to show up. And there are, you know, at the end of the day, know your priorities, know what's important to you, know which of those balls are glass, and that if you drop them, it's not going to feel good, right? Other other balls, you can, they're plastic, they'll be fine, they'll get a little scuffed, but like, they're usable. So I want to finish up today's episode by just sharing four things that have really helped me keep the calm and keep moving through the chaos. And number one, I think has definitely been my faith. And I don't know what practice you practice or, you know, if you believe in a higher power, but I'm just learning more so than ever that faith of some sort gives us hope. It gives us confidence in our decisions. It gives us trust in the past and the present and the future. And I can't emphasize like how much that has been really helpful for me. I've been listening to a book called Fear is Not the Boss of You by Jennifer Allwood. And if you are Christian, like we're not, I mean, it's, it's more of a business, but I think it's, it's a really powerful book in general. So check that out if you're interested. I think she's funny and it, it has some, a lot of good, just good stuff to fill your head. Number two one thing that has been keeping me calm moving forward is my relationship with food, with body, with my movement. And I just can't stress this enough and encourage you to do the work now on all those pieces of life before life happens. Even if you're in the thick of it, or or maybe you're in the thick of like life happening to you right now, keep working on your relationship with food, keep working on your relationship with your body and exercise because something's going to happen. And, you know, You're going to need the extra headspace. You're going to need the extra bandwidth to power through. And you're going to be so much stronger, so much more resilient if you're not resorting to, you know, disordered thoughts around food, bashing on your body. Like you deserve to have that extra headspace for focusing on the things that matter, like maybe growing a child or maybe helping a family member, right? It could be a million different things. We just never know what life is going to throw at us. The third thing that has been helping me is those affirmations and beliefs. And I know that is so cheesy, but seriously, if you haven't like leaned into writing a daily affirmation or taking three minutes a day to just let your head, you know, pen to paper and just write and brain dump and like think and process your thoughts, Wow, it is it is a game changer, at least for me. And then the last thing that has been keeping me calm moving through the chaos is adjusting expectations. You know, asking yourself, what's realistic? How can I create more margin in my life? And at the end of the day, just being good with, you know what? That was good enough. That was good enough. And I'm going to just progress over perfection. It's okay for things to be good enough. And right now to take care of myself and not be an overachiever, A plus student and all the things because it's not realistic. And when you know your priorities and you can adjust those expectations to match those priorities, 
at the end of the day, life goes on and the rest doesn't matter. Friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. As always, if you found this episode helpful or if it just spoke to you in some way, it would mean the world for me if you would leave us a five-star review. Tell us what you liked most about this episode and share it on your stories so that we can help more people reach the non-diet message. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.